0: Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary.
1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Races, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
2: Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukaki, your host. After a successful mutiny, our heroes have escaped enslavement on the Death Wind along with the rest of the crew. But now they need to steal a ship of their own. Will their loot boat ruse work out? Will Captain Roberts tire of butthole's antics? Will Quinny flourish in yet another life of crime? Find out next on Dumb Dumbs and Dragons.
3: You now find also that uh, sort of coming up your neck, just onto the sort of the side of your face, you've got a uh, light blue. It almost looks like veins, but it's basically like uh, electrical scarring.
4: Well, uh, all right. uh, Surprising. Anyone else? Anyone else see anything? Weird.
5: I watched this thing fly out of my hand and explode. Yeah, yeah, I watched Quinny be a real dick. I didn't do it. You threw a ball at her. It knocked her over and then it exploded. That's the worst thing you've ever done. You have seen me whip a cannonball at a guy. That's not my throwing arm. What? I didn't throw it. You took it out. It was like, "Listen, I've played ball. Vo- I've played basketball. I've played volleyball. You hold it with two arms and you
1: things? throw." Uh, They are sport. Oh, my God. Mercenary sports. I reach
4: into my pack, and I just pull out Bo Gentle's book, and I'm just holding it close to me.
3: (laughs) It explodes. (laughs) (laughs) It it feels warm against your chest. Okay. Like a hug. Okay.
1: Okay. This is going terribly. I look over at the crew. Does anybody
3: still have their hand axes? Being, you know, formerly indentured slaves, they all kept whatever weapon they could. So, yeah, they're all lightly armed.
1: Great. I'm like, boys, it's sort of an all or nothing Put your axes in the bag, uh, and we're just going to stack it with weapons and and whatever we've got so that it's something worth taking a look at.
3: Sure, yeah, they, they trust you on that. So um, you sort of load it up with weapons. We'll
1: take half the weapons, because I don't want to leave them in the woods with no defenses. I mean, if we're on the beach, why don't we just fill a bag with sand if it's just a loaded-looking bag? Oh, no, bag. we just need something to like lay out so that when the mercenaries look, they're like, oh, it's worth looking at. Oh, okay.
3: Whoever's preparing it, can you roll me a deception check in terms of your
1: preparation? I'm probably not the best disguise artist. Quinny, you know what appeals to thieves. Sure, I'll roll.
3: Total of 12. You arrange the weapons as best you can. The problem is that every weapon you put down, you're like, I wouldn't steal this. Like, yeah. you know. it's
5: just like, not in it. Well,
3: no, and they're they're pretty rough.
1: Okay, guys, I didn't <laughs> want to do this, but maybe we can use the axes as a bottom half, and we can put up some of the good gear. Captain, you have that greatsword. Can, can we have that?
0: Oh, I'm not using it, so.
1: So we're going to put the sexy greatsword on the top. Alan... You've got that plus one shield that's proven so useful. Can we use that? Oh, you can just have that. Okay, so I keep that for me now, and I put my old shield that looks fancy it's actually, it's down. It's a plus three. Oh,
6: holy...
1: I get half a boner <laughs> when I touch it, and it makes me so happy, so... I take the symbol of Moonhammer off my shield and I just like punch it into place (laughs) on her good one. Uh, But then I also take, I think I've got two silvered light war hammers and I'm going to put those on top so it looks like weapons made of silver. So we've got the plus one, the two silvered ones. That's
3: pretty good. I I won't make you roll for that because that that does sound appealing. And then how are
5: you getting it out to the boat? Is it nighttime or daytime? Yeah, it's nighttime. Yeah, so that should make sneaking easier. Quinny instructs the group on, you know, the principles of like moving from shadow to shadow and things like that. Keeping up against, like, structures and not standing in the middle of open areas.
1: I'll throw, like, my cloak over the armor so that I'm all kind of tucked in. So I look tall, but I'm generic, G-dark. not yeah, a yeah. giant plate mail.
3: Hey, that, that, no, he's just a tall guy. I yeah. thought maybe he was an armor guy. <laughs> hey, he's just a tall guy. Sorry, just to clarify, the loot boat is a distraction. You guys are going in on a different ship?
1: No, or? we ride the loot boat hidden under, like, a tarp. So there's loot up front. It looks like the whole boat's loot. I see. Okay. But yeah. we're all... Sneaky, You're and right? then one of us is apparently at the ass end, just like pushing it from behind, kicking. Who's pushing the boat? But if it's- God damn it! So <laughs> I, I, we get to the boat or whatever, and I'm in this cloak, and then we have to take the cloak off. And I'm like, guys, this- the cloak is the tarp for the for the rest of the boat. I li- listen, I understand what we're saying. All I'm saying is, shut up. Uh, I I take my armor off and I tie it in a neat little bow and then I put it on the boat.
3: It's the old Peter Parker special. You're just like webbing it to the corner of the boat. Yeah.
1: And then I point to Quinny and I say, this fucking gets on that boat, though, because if this sinks, I'm going to have a real problem with you. It's up to me to keep the yes. boat from sinking? No, no, no. Just my stuff. Oh, great. Uh, so I I go at the back. I sling the, the shield and Moonlight Bringer on my back just in case because I'm like, if I do need to jump up and start punching people, I'm not digging through a bindle. <laughs> so I'll be the one hiding in the back. Kicky,
3: pushy. Okay. Um, so I need the three people in the boat to please roll me stealth checks. And Ryan, I'll have you roll me an athletics check, please. Six total. 20.
4: 25 total.
3: Yeah, I got a
1: seven. Splash, slash slash splash, splash. splash, <laughs> splash well, no, because no, I'm, not, I'm not trying to stealth. I'm just trying to push. Like...
3: Okay, so I'm imagining I just, I'm pushing the boat. Like, yeah, so I'll take my time. You, uh, you push the boat out into the water, and you're kind of doing one of those like, running pushes down the beach. But then as you actually hit heavy water, the boat just kind of drifts out of your hands and starts <laughs> drifting towards the ship. You can probably catch it, but you'll need to swim. Yeah, great. Quinny, you're exhausted, so your stealth is you kind of snoozing. Oh. I'll be quiet if I pass out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Tell uh, me
0: when we get there. Captain
3: Roberts, you've hidden it enough attack boats. This is yeah, business as usual for you. Alan, um, as is often the way, you're pretty excited to be part of a <laughs> sneaky boarding party. So I think there's occasional giggles as well as uh, when you see Butthole like back on the beach, you're like,
1: Butthole!
5: Come on!
1: <laughs> and all you see is I'm like treading water forward like a really big confused dog. It's just like one raised middle finger that pops up for a second and then I keep swimming towards you. Uh, oh, wait
4: a second. No. I have advantage on stealth checks with my cloak. Whoa.
3: Go ahead. (laughs) Reroll.
4: Aw, hell yeah. 17. Nice. (laughs) Sorry, I uh, totally forgot
3: about that. That all still happens, uh, but then suddenly Quinny starts awake, and he looks over, and he realizes that you've been perfectly silent. Just his nightmares of stealth are... (laughs) 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 <laughs> Alan's joy. Um, cool. Okay. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so the boat's perfectly quiet. But well, I'm going to say you can kind of like dog paddle your way over. I think it's going to be less like a, a Hulk push and swim and more just kind of like a gentle guiding the boat along so that it doesn't... Uh, yeah, we got to stay subtle. I've done these ambushes before. <laughs> you can see the mercenaries up on the deck of uh, the Pooh Hound. It's not dissimilar from the situation on the Deathwind, except there's no door to keep people in line. So... They're mercenaries. They're all dressed in very loud, like red and yellow. Think like medieval times level garish like okay. stuff. You can tell that uh, Bumbershoot, he has like a, a badly painted Warhammer fantasy version in his head of what being a pirate <laughs> looks like. There's, you know, pinions everywhere. Like it's, it's an overdone boat. And so you're able to see them pretty easily. They don't seem to notice you. Um, you can tell security's kind of lapsed. This is your favorite kind of boat to steal from. Uh, So you see someone walk by, but he doesn't seem to notice uh, there's anything amiss just yet. The second guy is a little bit more aware and kind of notices uh, boat full stuff floating. And he kind of uh, just raises like, not an alarm, but just sort of a, oh, it looks like there's a small boat approaching off the uh, starboard bow there. A couple people come over and look at it. And one of them's like, oh, is there a sword on that? Uh, Can you guys roll me stealth checks, those of you who are still on
0: 11 total? 8.
3: 24. <laughs> <laughs> the person who's really kind of squinting and looks at it sees a bit of movement on the boat, but it's hard to tell whether it's just the wind or uh, what it is. Says, you know, I, I, think, I think I saw something move. I don't know what this is. I don't like this. I should keep this thing at distance. One of us should go down and check it out, but um, don't let it near the ship. I mean... Bumbershoot would be gently frustrated if we let anything bad happen to the <laughs> ship. They start to uh, lower um, another dinghy down with a couple guards on it um, who look to be coming over to check things out. Uh, one of them's armed with a crossbow that it keeps kind of like trained on the boat. The other one's got a uh, halberd, so like a, a tall axe.
4: I would like to take this opportunity to cast a fog cloud between us and the ship. Okay. I don't think I've ever used that before either. Basically, I can um, cast a sphere of fog. With like a 20-foot radius. Hmm. Any point within uh, 120 feet. It lasts up to an hour.
1: I lean up to the boat from behind and I whisper, Alan, you could have done that earlier, (laughs) but it's really cool. Uh, Okay, I got a follow-up question there, boss. Considering now it's real foggy, what if we all just swim to the boat and climb on because no one can see? Because we like some of the stuff we're keeping on this boat. Like like what? We got my armor, but I can take that. All right. (laughs) <laughs> you don't want to kill anybody. We could just kill these guys. They're call, Captain.
0: I'm not saying we can't kill anybody.
1: This is really unclear from a leader.
5: <laughs> Connie says, oh, hell yeah. And takes out his two hand crossbows.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm on team murder. Stay in the boat. I'm going to stay hidden behind the boat. But I'm going to swim around and try to climb into the other boat.
3: When I guess <laughs> you Can you roll me a stealth check, please, Ryan?
1: Yes, I can.
3: 20 total. So the guy with the crossbow is like, "Huh, another sudden fog. <laughs> <It's> strange.
6: <laughs> oh
3: <No> well, <laughs> seems reasonable." <laughs> he rolled a three. <laughs> he's, he's into it. Um, and the guy with the halberds like, "Oh yeah, it's like the drifts down here." And they're like, "Oh yeah, the drifts." And they're like, "Ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh, they don't see the apocalypse now esque bald head <laughs> <hand> just <laughs> appear from behind.
6: <laughs> like,
3: oh man, some some turbulence there. Our boat kind of rocked." And then one of them starts to turn around. Well, <laughs>
1: sometimes people gotta die. So I'm gonna fucking brain him with the warhead, <laughs> two two handed, right
3: to the head. Okay, rolled to hit with advantage. He's an unsuspecting man looking the other direction in a fog. <laughs>
1: Eighteen to hit.
6: Oh. Yep.
1: Thirteen damage. Oh. <laughs> He crumples. And I grab the other one by the neck and I say, Say a word and I'll fucking kill you. But like
3: subtle in his face. He he does uh that classic R.L. Stein, I opened my mouth to scream and no words came out, where he just opens his mouth, and you can hear in the back of his throat he's like quiet screaming in horror, but he, he got the message. And I take an apple out of my back pocket and I just put it in his mouth.
1: <laughs> I mean not
3: not hard enough to hurt him, just like it was. Fill in the void. That's even more terrifying to him, and he uh, wets himself. I'm okay with that. He's really worried you're going to eat him.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm not going to eat you, but I will kill you. So just to be clear, <laughs> homicide is still on the table. Uh, and then our boat bumps into the other boat, and I'm like,
3: guys, get in. <laughs>
1: And then I kick the other body off the back of the boat before the captain sees. I'm like, I didn't have to kill anybody.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you kick the crumpled spine man off the back. Yeah. He uh, draws into the water and sinks. You now have possession of the second boat and you have a, a terrified man with an apple in his mouth.
5: I grab my armor and switch it to our new boat. Have Cap- you got all your stuff? Am I free of responsibility over your things?
1: Oh, then I pick up my two warhammers and I take those. And then I'm like, okay. yeah, you're good. All right. So I turn and I'm like, Captain, this guy might be able to bluff us onto the boat unless you got a better idea.
0: No, I, I think we should use
3: him.
5: Everything has such weight when you say just like <laughs> I take that's why she's the kid. I know I
1: take the apple out of his mouth yeah. and I just say, Listen, what's what's your name? But you gotta be quiet or my small friend will murder you. Hi. He's the murderer. <laughs> I just do what I have to. <laughs> I, I do what I want. What's your name? Um my name's Hassark. That's a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we don't need to be mean. <laughs> He's having a rough night. I promise. <laughs> um, he,
3: like, uh, my my friend uh, sh- just sh- died. Se- separate causes, unrelated.
1: That's, that that's better. I've had a long day. That's what you say. Good. Now, when we go back to your boat in the fog, is there like some sort of passcode or bullshit you have to say for them to know you're all right?
3: Yes, they'll say how many cheers for Bumber Shoot, and you have to say huzzah three times. That's <sighs> our code. So here's the deal. <laughs> I hate this guy.
1: I
0: hate him so much.
1: I agree. This is a terrible security system. <laughs> now there were two guys who came out on this boat, and one just disappeared.
3: Uh, Did he, they need to hear two voices or one? Just just one. If just one's coming up,
1: you're gonna say the huzzahs when they ask you to, and you're gonna do it normal.
3: <laughs> Sir, have have you ever had to say the word huzzah? There's no normal way to do it.
1: <laughs> you don't want to know the things I've had to do. <laughs> Very good. We turn their boat around, and we paddle back over to the boat. And I'm like, Alan, you got your cloak at the bat. Quinny, you're a mm-hmm. good climber. You guys can climb up the side of the boat away yep. from where we go. We'll go up right behind him. And I start strapping on my armor while I'm giving this speech. And I'm like, I'm going up right behind him. And then, Captain, you fall, and you just fucking murder everybody. Like, I'll stand <laughs> there looking cool.
0: I'm all right.
3: Or give a speech. You're the dealer's choice. Uh. So, we're, we're just going to go for our ambush boat. As you uh, come up uh, alongside the Pooh Hound up on the God, deck, I you hear, hate that you say that every time. <laughs> oh, you, you hate that I say it? Yeah. Oh, you'll never guess how I feel
1: about it. <laughs> Guys, we're keeping that name. I want to be clear. <laughs> I feel Patreon go keeping that
3: name. You hear a couple people up on the deck. And uh, they seem to be discussing the fog, and one of them's like, you know, I, I read the weather report. I uh, got the scroll on the island today, and it didn't say anything about this. It's just like, ah, weather mages. They never get it right. And then uh, they kind of hear the bump of the boat against the side, and they, they how many cheers for bomber shoot? Poor Passark in your arms is like, huzzah, huzzah, huzzah. And then very begrudgingly, everyone on the boat, you hear one collective, huzzah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And then I whisper into Padstark's ear and I like take the halberd and I like just let it sink quietly into the water. And I'm like, dude, you sit right here. And then when we take over this boat, I'm going to get you a present.
3: Uh, And then (laughs) he sits (laughs) and I start climbing up onto the boat. So you've managed to successfully climb up onto the ship. It's still foggy. Nearby, you can see a couple of guards kind of looking through the fog, trying to figure out if you're one of the two guys who went down. You have the chance to do one thing. What do you do? I'm
5: secretly climbing up the boat as well. Yep. I think I want to climb up to the helm where they would be steering from. If I'm going to pilot this thing, I'm going to get to the wheel as quick as I can. Okay. So, Quinny's going for the wheel. Uh, Captain Roberts, what are you doing?
0: Well, me and Butthole are together, right?
3: Yeah.
4: So, we're going to climb up and let's fight.
3: I just nodded, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Alan, you're bringing up the rear? I'm
4: maintaining the fog because it requires concentration.
3: Wise decision. <laughs> uh, so w- we'll leave Alan in the boat. Yeah.
4: No, I'll I'll, fl- I'll fly up once shit starts going down and and the party's getting started. I'll fly up.
1: She's just supervising poor Pazark.
4: with my with my cloak of the bat.
3: Of course. I can
4: fly now.
3: All right. So uh, Captain <laughs> Roberts, there's um, a guard kind of walking up uh, to the right of you. What do you do?
0: Grab my weapon and try and stab him. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. Uh, so, can you please roll me an attack? Ten. Ten will hit. Uh, so, this is for your first attack. Fifteen. So he just kind of is, is looking forward, uh, trying to see who's there, and uh, suddenly there's just a, a slight coldness in his chest, and uh, he just sinks to the ground uh, wordlessly. Uh, butthole, there's someone uh, coming up on you as well, being like, "You, you look, you look bigger than the guy we sent down." Where's Pasc? Captain said we're fighting. So, <laughs>
1: fucking warhammer to the head. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to try to take this guy alive, but
3: orders are orders. (laughs) 21 to hit. That'll hit. Six damage. You crunk him in the side of the head, and he kind of is shocked, falls to one knee, and it's it's kind of like starts to choke, and he's like, help, help, intruders. And you kind of hear people be like, what? How many (laughs) huzzas? Can I fall on him?
1: (laughs) Just to shut him up? Like, I'm just... Holding the shield in front of me, just full body weight directly <laughs> on the uh, guy. Just
3: pulling a, a chief at the end of one Floor of the cuckoo's nest. You just oh. uh, <laughs> oh. haven't seen it, but yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yep. Go ahead. So um, I guess athletics to see if you can fall the right way. Natural twenty. You you just you're crushing. You <laughs>
4: <Jesus
0: Christ. laughs> you, you hit the ground and and, and we you're like your can
3: again. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the ground. And you're just like sh- and then you lift your shield up and it's really red and you're like,
1: <laughs> And I look back to where I know Alan is and I'm like,
3: this shield is
6: awesome.
3: <laughs> you can hear someone in the sort of distance like, I guess no huzzahs. Well, that, that's good. So, Quinny, roll me a stealth check, please. Fourteen. So you're able to creep to the helm. There's no one at the helm right now. Okay. It's a sort of a standard pirate ship wheel. It looks like there's um, sort of a a safety that's been clicked to uh, stop it from turning unnecessarily.
5: From what you can tell uh, from having been on the death wind, you know the anchor's down. Let's get stupid. I'm going to remove the safety. Okay. My friends, which side did we come? We came with the starboard side, I believe. Okay. So I will say uh, man over on the port side as loud as I can. Can you roll me a deception check, please? Thirteen. They're like, I didn't hear anyone. Did did anybody hear a splash? I yell splash. (laughs) (laughs) Roll me a deception check at disadvantage, please. (laughs) 14. Did somebody just yell
3: splash? Okay, yeah, I don't like this at all. And you can hear kind of like weapons being drawn and
5: uh, crossbows being locked. They haven't detected you yet, but no, they didn't buy your saying splash. God damn it. I wish I had something to throw over. Is there like a barrel or something nearby that I can just flip over the side? Or is it? Or are we pass that? Like
3: you're gonna do that now?
5: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. There's stuff yeah. you can throw overboard. if All you right. Want. Yeah, I'm gonna throw something overboard on the port side.
3: Oh, guys, I heard it. I right, <laughs> rolled a one, so I guess that's,
6: that's fair.
3: great. Must have. Uh, it's, it's it's one of those sound things where you know it takes a while for sound sound to reach you. Yeah. The sea's scary. <laughs> so uh, they all start to um, can hear people kind of like rushing over the port side. Yeah.
5: And they're, you know, like uh, they're lowering a dinghy. And they're leaning over, over that railing to, to look go. for him. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Hard turn to the other way. <laughs> Flip everybody off this boat. So you you spin
3: the wheel so dramatically and the boat just gently starts to drift <laughs> the other way. Because you just turned the rudder a different way. So, I'm still figuring out how to be yeah, a pilot. It, it, it's, it's turning and they're like, oh, we, we, We're drifting. Oh, the safety must have called. Say, someone go check the helm. I yell,
5: "Splash!" <laughs> <laughs> Roll a deception check at a disadvantage. Deception again. Uh, Thirteen. They're like, "Oh God, someone else went right
3: overboard." <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna dust my hands off and say, "My work here is done." Everyone is distracted and in disarray. The ship is ours, so the ship is drifting,
3: general, like gently to starboard. People are going down, sending out search parties off the port bow. I'm gonna lean over to our captain.
1: And just say, Captain, we can either murder everybody, your call, or do you want to try to get fancy? Cause I know sailors are all susceptible to spookiness, and I can make you look real spooky.
0: I am the famous pirate queen.
1: Hell yeah, you're gonna give a great speech. So I over her shoulder, I just raise Moonlight Bringer over my head, uh, and I just blast the light to like burn the fog away from her, and I cast Thaumaturgy which I can cast uh, to cause up to three effects simultaneously. So I make all of the torches or other fires lighting at the top of the ship just burn bright red. Then I make her eyes glow red with flames. uh, And then I amplify her voice to five times the normal amount directed towards the guys on that side of the ship. I'm
3: like, you go, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Captain Roberts, what would you like to say to the uh, horrified crew?
0: Join me or die.
3: Classic opener. (laughs) Uh, So can you roll me an intimidation check, please?
0: 22 total.
3: Yep, they are indeed a cowardly and superstitious lot. And they say, my God, the sea witch, she lives. And one of them's like... "Um Pardon me, ma'am, uh, don't do don't mean to speak out of turn. Would we have to say huzzah on your behalf? Absolutely not. We fucking work for you now. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and they all immediately start taking off the stupid, the things that they've been wearing over their like leather armor and stuff. And they're like, hey, where'd where uh, Passark go? Passar's in the boat.
1: He's fine. Uh, and then <laughs> I look over to the other two dead bodies, and I'm like, as a sign of the sea witch's good faith, and I put a hand on each of them, and I cast Revivify twice. Oh, let me double-check
5: something. Does Revivify put...
1: I can't return a missing together. limb, so I can bring <laughs> one of them back to life. I won't cast it on the other one. So the one she stabbed, I'm bringing back to life. So uh,
3: suddenly, with a horrible scream, he uh, you awakens. He looks down at his chest and uh, looks up at all of you, and he's like, Oh, back here again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, you owe this lady a favor. And while I'm saying that, I'm, like, edging the other body over the edge <laughs> of my foot. It falls, like, right past Possark and he's like, ah! <laughs> Then I reach down, I'm like, come on up, buddy. And I tell Pawsark, and I'm like, listen, we're fair, and I told you you get a present. So I'm like, you can go in the captain's quarters, and you can take one thing. This is going to
3: kill Quinny. No, Quinny's going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> this is simple. He goes in. He comes out with the fanciest hat you've ever seen. Like, this is a fancy fucking hat. Really good feather. It makes that one that uh, Mudbutt bought look like garbage. <laughs> it comes out, and he's like, this is Captain Bumbershoot's favorite hat. And they throws it on the ground, and he just stomps the hell out of it. And he's like, vive la sea witch!
1: <laughs> Great. So I fist bump him, and I say... Alan, come on up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just
4: hear him Alan like, o- over, over on the starboard. Said so like, "Do you guys need this fog anymore?" No. All right. <laughs> and just, then all the, I, I just teleport up to this, and to
3: all the, the guys ship. are like. Oh, magic fog! <laughs> and then the one guy who was like ripping on the weather person was like, "I, right, you know what? I, I take it back. I, I was They're I just was doing mistaken. their best." Yeah. yeah, you know, it's a, uh, it's an unforgiving job. We're all just doing our best. Um, hey so, everyone,
4: I'm Alan. I'm your new spellcaster.
3: Hi, Alan. <laughs> Three huzzas for Alan! No, 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 no done. Thank God! Oh, this is the best. They're like so happy.
6: And I'm here to talk to you about how you can join some kind of Discord thing where you can talk with me and with Queenie and with Alan and with all of the other friends. There are even, like, Prince Mudbutts there and a bunch of other people. All you have to do is apparently become a patron of our ear plays for one dollar. If you just do it one time, I mean, you should do more. Everyone's got to chip in at the fortress. But if you just do that one time, then you get to join a patron exclusive discord forever plus you get pre-session chats and dm chats at the end of every arc of some show called Dum Dums and dragons they tell me it's related to me somehow but i'm not really sure so patreon.com slash dum dice that's d-u-m-b d-u-m-b d-i-c-e and if you pay that dollar to join that discord you get a chance for me to say hello new friend to you
1: All right, Quinny's the pilot. Everybody, my name's Butthole, first mate. You know the sea witch, Captain
3: Badass. Uh, let's get this fucking thing moving. The crew goes to work. They start, you know, pulling up anchor. Again, they were all mercenaries to begin with, so this isn't really. They were like rent-a-cops. Like this isn't really a huge loss for them. Hmm. You take the uh, the boat sort of down the coast. Uh, and you're able to get your the rest of your crew on board. And then I'm going to say you take it just a wee bit out to sea, a little bit further away. Uh, But there is still the problem of the name. So, Captain Roberts, what do you want to do about this name? Oh, It's got to go. All right. So you find a uh, fine bottle of wine in the captain's quarters with which you can rechristen the boat. What would you like to call it? The Sea Witch. Pooh Hound. We've got the new Sea Witch.
4: Yep.
1: So, all right, but I will agree to this solely on one requirement, and I look to all the cool oarsmen, and I'm like, our battle chant is Pooh hound over and over again.
3: <laughs> You're big and scary. We definitely didn't see what you definitely didn't do to that guy you pushed overboard, so sure, Poohhound, it is. All right, then yeah, I'm good, Captain. Do what you want to do. <laughs> so, you've got your ship. You've got your crew. This is good news. Uh, the next thing to figure out collectively, and also for you, Captain, is um, do you want to try and seek out your lost first mate, gunner, and... Navigator?
0: I mean, you guys are great, but I got to be loyal to my crew. I, I got to find that.
3: them. I can respect that. You suspect the best place to start would be at um, one of the taverns on the island. That being said, the Harley should probably be wrapping up right around now. You actually hear a bell from the mainland. Um, and there's sort of some commotion and stuff. Do you want to try and get back to the mainland or are you just going to like hang out offshore until things die down?
1: If we know your boys are probably not here, we just stole a boat. I don't think that's going to go well after essentially in the eyes of the pirates destroying another boat. Should we just like, Bone out, or do you want, Captain, you're a badass, do you want to do like a circle of the bay and just fire as many <laughs> shots into parked, undermanned boats as we can and get the fuck out of here?
0: Neither of those plans sound good.
5: All, All right, well, well, let's, let's let's hear Plan C. Yeah, yeah what, what's our priorities here? We need to find out what happened to your crew. Mm-hmm. Quinny, where were we going? Sorry, what? Where were we going? Like when we started. (laughs) Oh, uh, that's a good question. Just trying to think if we have an end game in this. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, uh, we were getting a ride with uh, Anaka Yangayung and we were going to ask her where we were going and then she was turned to stone and dropped to the bottom of the ocean. Oh, then we're just pirates now. I'm cool with this. (laughs) All right, yeah. yeah, Let's As long as we don't ever go back
3: (laughs) to the mainland, that's fine. So, um, Quinny, you've had bigger things in your mind for a while and that's Mm -hmm. all rough. But you're thinking about how much time has passed since you left. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you guys had missed last year's Thiefies mm-hmm. by like a month or two. Right. The new Thiefies are going to be coming up pretty soon. So maybe if you were to help Captain Roberts reobtain her crew, fully staff her ship, possibly get revenge on um, the Death Wind. Yeah. I mean, maybe she'd be good enough to drop you off in time to hit the big show.
5: Yeah, and that kind of gels with my just my general thing of like, you've got a tight group of people that you trust and rely on and I can totally identify with that and you want to find them and I totally get that. So I have no problems to like helping you find your crew anyway. Also it's a means an end means to an end for me as well because I would be a prisoner on a demon bone ship (laughs) if it weren't for you. Uh, So yeah, this all works out. What do we think for getting intel like generally speaking um, the best place to get information in pretty much
3: any town is going to the tavern kind of listening around asking for for questions that being said you know your crew so you know that boots was particularly mysterious you never really everyone liked boots but don't really got much from boots so you really have no idea where he could have gone in terms of Sully, he's a pretty stand up guy. You think he'd probably try and find something. Plus, you trust him and you know that uh, when he was training you, he was kind of like, you know, oh, if you ever have to go to ground, it's best to find somewhere you can hide out in plain sight where no one knows, which is kind of why you disguised yourself. So, you think he'd probably be working a job somewhere if he could, uh, if he hadn't found another boat or died anyone's guess on good old uh, Slim Jim. He uh, wasn't known for his discretion, so pretty much anything could have happened to him. But you think that based on your reputation and also the reputation of your crew, if you ask around, you could probably get some answers.
0: I think we should go into the island and see what we can find.
3: Can we go back into the port where we stole the boat, or should we just park on a beach somewhere? If you were to give it a few days, you mm-hmm. could probably return to any of the ports. You can also redress the ship now that you've rechristened it. Like right now, it's it's that. dressed up like the Pooh Hound. It's like a douchebag's boat. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a douchebag's boat. So you could de-douchify the boat, mm-hmm. and then it's your boat. Mm-hmm. And also, as you know, the Dread Pirate, Robert's like, they're going to listen to you. If you're like, this is my boat now, everyone's going to be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let's like, go around the corner, park, and make this boat sexy. It's time for a makeover.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you walked into my life <laughs> and it never really looked amber. So the mind. boat's
3: like, tell me I wasn't a bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, the boat
0: so, just takes its glasses off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You've been beautiful the whole time. Let me take
1: the boat to prom. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say we've, we've got only so much time, so probably everybody gets one sort of aesthetic choice. So we tear it down to neutral. Everything that's crap is gone. What are we doing with the boat? Captain, I think you should go first.
0: I definitely want to get into the captain's quarters and clean all that shit out.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: And just make it me, you know?
3: <laughs> I love it. So, Captain's Quarters That's my are being space, redone. Okay. Yeah. where do the Captain Captain's Quarters Roberts look like nesting. now? They used to have, like, lots of fancy cushions. There was, like, very expensive furniture from all around uh, all around the world. He was a fan of what Ian Faerun would go as, like, sort of avant-garde art. So, sort of, like, cubist stuff, which really doesn't make a lot no. of sense back then. How do you make it yours?
0: Well, bare bones, strip down, get some, like, rugs, cushions, candles, some scented candles. <laughs> Because I was a slave for like a year, you guys. I need some like self care. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take that broadsword that I stole. No, that I won.
1: <laughs> there we go.
0: And I'm going to put it over the mantelpiece and just cross my arms and look at it and say, yeah, or I.
3: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So um, Captain's Quarters are now minimalist but good. Uh, There's a delightful scent coming from them. I think generally speaking in terms of how you guys are are pulling this off, I think you're sending like small boats into town to like buy stuff and bring Mm -hmm. it back. So, successful trip? Yeah. This is, now it feels like the sea witch. Butthole, what are you going to add? All
1: right. So, with the captain's permission, I promote slutty Dave to head cannoneer. So, Dave's in charge of the cannons. And we take all the shit that got removed from the captain's quarters and we turn it into, like, lacy, frilly, gorgeous outfits. Like, head to toe. They all look like King Charles from the 1700s. Like, just the craziest ermine mink feathered hat stuff. Uh, and we dress all of the cannoneers like that. So <laughs> the cannons—they—they they look amazing. They've got like paintings around them. Like it's just so fucking fancy, and everybody's dressed to the motherfucking nines. We've never looked <laughs> fancier, but because they were the former slaves, they've got this like hardened fucking look to them. Yeah, like like they—they're like scars and muscle and armor, but over the top is just this like beautifully dainty outfit. So when you look at that crew, you're like, they'll fucking
3: kill you, but they know what they're wearing. Yeah, and uh, when you're done, uh, you know you're you're looking over your handiwork and all of a sudden you feel strong arms around your shoulders you turn and there's Slutty Dave's grizzled visage and he just says I've, I've never been happier thank you and there's a single tear rolling down his cheek and then i hollow
1: out Trogdor's head jesus and i make it into the fanciest hat and i make like a <laughs> like a a full frill of feathers that goes around so it's like one of the roman like roman centurion helmets yep. where it sticks up and then it's Trogdor's like upper jaw and eyes And I give it to him as like a super frilly, fancy helmet. And it's got like a trailing cape of like different braids made of silk. And I'm like, this is for you.
3: Normally they call me slutty Dave. Now I'm thankful Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Another 10 minutes. I'll be Slutty
1: Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and I put a, I put a hand on Slutty Dave's shoulder, and I'm like, "You can be thankful and Slutty. Don't let people limit you, Dave." Praise Moonhammer.
3: Praise Moonhammer. And uh, he he goes back to the crew, and yeah, they are they're like they're super proficient. They're loading the cannons, uh, and they look fucking great. Alan, what are you, uh, what do you want to do with the ship?
4: Is there like a section? I guess it's like the prow that like juts out. Yes. Okay. I just want to like put like a railing kind of around it, so I, that's gonna be my spot. So like, <laughs> if we're like in battle or something, I'm just gonna be fucking there in the middle of it, so I can cast fucking spells at everything nice. that we're coming up to. Right.
5: So a spell perch. Yeah. A howdah. <laughs> howdah. Uh, how about you, Quinny? We're gonna throw a new coat of paint on this ship, and we're also gonna buy some new sails. Uh, And we're looking for aquatic camouflage, sort of like the the wavy kind of pattern to kind of match like the dark blue of the ocean and stuff like that. Also dark enough to kind of blend in especially well at night, that kind of thing. So it's like a very, very dark, murky blue with a bit of gray in there and some blacks overlapping. And that pattern follows up the sails as well.
1: And I go over some, like, I get some, like, white reflector paint, but I draw, like, safety lines for all the crew so they don't, like, fall off. Like, you can't see it from the side because there's railings. But so, like, our people aren't like, I'm safe. And they're like, I'm in the ocean. Like, it keeps the crew saying,
3: <laughs> why am I wearing this frilly outfit? Yeah. It's in my way. <laughs> I'm going to say you, you're one of the people who goes into the store to, to do this. And, you, you know, you're kind of ordering people around. And um, you see this uh, sort of uh, fabric merchant who's just like, can't believe they screwed up my order so badly. Who mixes dark navy blue with black. How am I possibly going to move all these reams of fabric? And you're like, say, hello. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah, a few hours later the ship's being painted. It's a little hard because the ship is still in the water so there's only really so much you can do but uh, it definitely looks sleek and battle worthy now. No longer looks like someone's parade float that went to sea. Nice, okay. Cool. Captain, you get to uh, raise a flag of your choice so uh, what kind of symbol would be on your, your pirate flag?
0: Skull and crossbones but the skull's wearing a tiara on it.
3: Nice. nice. Awesome. <laughs> that's good. It's I just want to feet. pitch this as a first totally mate. Good.
1: Should the skull have horns? Yes. <sighs> that's
0: that's the most sensible thing you've ever said, butthole.
1: <laughs> Guys, we are such a natural fit in command of this ship. I, I, a m- minute ago, I was just a butthole, and now
3: I'm a thankful slutty Dave. <laughs> Like, honestly, this could just be a fade to black on the entire podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You guys just live happily on the sea. (laughs) Um, But sadly, as we know, happy endings do not always come for pirates. So you paint the ship. You've got the ship up in in working order. You can see the other vessels have departed off to uh, pirate again. I mean, people are coming and going, but it seems like things are kind of returning to uh, to normal um, on the island. So uh, you feel like it'd be safe to go ashore. Nice. Uh,
1: Oh, Goblin Junior's with us. He's, he was napping with the crew for a long time, and I was cool with it.
3: Goblin Jr.'s addition to the, sh- the ship was um, near the captain's quarters. There was, like, the the former first mate's quarters. Uh, and in there, there was a, a cage with a brightly colored creature inside. The Goblin Jr. freed, and went,
5: and he went, snarf, snarf. And thus was born Parrot Jr., Scourge <laughs>
1: of the Seas.
6: <laughs>
5: Why would you do that to yourself as a DM?
1: (laughs) He's not going with you at the end of the adventure. He lives on the ship. Okay. He rides Goblin Jr.'s back up, and I like introduce him to the captain, and I'm like, This is Captain Sea Witch. Uh, (laughs) This is (laughs) Captain Roberts. Snarf Snarf Parrot Jr. And then the parrot just flies up and lands on your shoulder. That's fine. (laughs) And the parrot looks around and goes,
5: That's fine. That's fine.
3: You should know that uh, before <laughs> before I made this uh, when I was planning this episode, Little just wrote down a list
5: of things I like about pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like all of these will show up at some point. Parrots. <laughs>
1: yeah, That's beautiful. Before
5: we uh head ashore folks, I just want to make sure we're all aware of this that there's probably at least two parties out there that are kind of pissed at us. Captain Bumbershoot, well the former Captain Bumbershoot and whatever retinue he brought ashore no, with him. It's just
3: Mr. Bumbershoot. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs>
5: Uh, And uh, the former, well, still maybe the captain, uh, Kazrad, with Mm. whatever retinue he brought ashore with him. Because they probably haven't left the island unless they hitched a ride with one of the other pirates.
1: Well, I'd say Bumbershoot doesn't know that we stole the ship. That's true cuz we're coming back in a totally new boat. We so didn't send anyone ashore. No, right? we no, can know. So that's a mystery hell out of him. that. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll, that's we'll, fair. Leave, we'll
5: leave his guys on the boat with a slightly larger a, number of our a, own guys. what looks like a new ship too. So it's like, I don't know what happened to your ship. Yeah. That's okay. Not a, we just I mean, have, it, it looks like but yeah. it's not nearly as fancy.
1: <laughs> I mean, Kazrad, now there is a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> (laughs) Were there, like, muskets, like, old-school cool pirate shit Uh, in the place, or what is it? Yes. Yeah, there's muskets. So I'd say when we go ashore, we can probably bring, like, a retinue of some, uh, like, slutty Dave and the
3: boys, and we'll just arm to the teeth. Like, we'll bring backup.
5: All right.
3: And uh, amongst the uh, captain's gear, Bella, you find that uh, Bumbershoot had a, a rather fine flintlock pistol. So it's still not your pistol, but it's a lot closer than what you've been carrying. So you can take that with you. Okay. So do you want to come at this from the Westport or the Eastport? Stole the ship in Westport. We go land in Eastport. I agree. Cool. Captain's
1: orders. Eastport tis. (laughs) So I turn to the crew and I go,
6: yar, take us to
2: Eastport.
0: We we don't really do that.
5: Okay. That's 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 a stereotype. So, What are your orders, Captain?
0: (laughs) I mean, we'll go to Eastport, but just don't use that voice.
1: Oh, okay. Let's just go to eat. <laughs> Quinny. Take us to Eastport. I. That's Rah, fine. That's fine.
3: <laughs> so the um, Quinny, it's your first time uh, piloting a ship, but you know with
1: <laughs> crashes it into the former box. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Splash, splash. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Um, can you roll me a uh, navigation check, please?
5: So twenty. As a total,
3: great. So you spent enough time figuring out kind of how to do this. I learned a lot with that initial initial turn. Yeah, tried to pull. yeah. There you go. Exactly right. <laughs> so, um, yep. So you're able to guide the ship um, sort of around the horn of the island and into Eastport. So you pass under sort of a, a very old but still functional lighthouse um, mm-hmm. that uh, that's uh, lit by you know like a giant burning flame with reflectors and everything. And uh, you pass into the port, so you're able to moor your ship up to a dock. Still deep enough that uh, you can you can do that.
5: Okay, and uh, you're able to go ashore. I back it in nice and easy. You parallel park easy and handbrake. So I <laughs> I
1: put together our going to shore team. I have Slutty Dave pick his top five guys. They've each got a musket. I mean, like four pistols apiece. Like the loading for it, they've all got swords. Like they're fucking ready and look sick. Uh, and then I turn back to the crew uh, and I've made another one of those like wide-brim floppy hats, but I took Trogdor's lower jaw and all his teeth and decorated it crocodile Dundee <laughs> style. And I'm like, Stinky Pete, step forwards. And he does. And I give him the hat and I'm like, while we're away, you're the captain now. So he's in charge of security. And I tell him, Anybody fucks around? You just light up every boat in the harbor. And I'll like put some
6: stank of- on them, sir. Oh, I
1: fucking love you so much, <laughs> Sticky Pete.
3: And then I turn to the captain, I'm like, ready to go ashore. Let's go. Captain. Excellent. You make your way down into uh, the sort of, like, pirate town. Whereabouts do you want to go? So, to refresh your memories, there's uh, Crazy Alvex used ships. There is Scrollington's, bookseller, scroll seller. The Refined Gentleman Bar. The Grog Barrel. Uh, there's the sort of town square. Uh, there's quote, quote, borrowed stuff. And then in the sort of further away, if you travel out of town, there's Dead Man's Drop and uh, the Temple of the Forgotten God.
0: Well, knowing my crew, they'll be getting a drink right now if they're here. Mm. So let's go to the Grog Barrel.
3: Excellent. So the Grog Barrel is sort of in the shape of a large overturned barrel. You can tell it's been built with pieces of various shipwrecks over the years. As you sort of pass through the door, you can see that there's actually a very boring building under the shell, but that the shell kind of adds some local flavor. So you walk in and you're immediately hit by that like stale pub smell of just like food that's cooked a little bit too long, perma-beer, but it's warm. There's a fire going in in one corner. Um, You can hear someone singing a shanty uh, off in the corner. Behind the bar, there's a large stone man um, that looks like a golem who uh, is pouring beers. Takes him a little bit longer since he's made of stone. He has to do it very delicately, but uh, he seems to be ruthlessly efficient. Oh. You can see a, a dwarf uh, sort of sitting in a booth off at of the back, who appears to be looking over a number of documents. And yeah, you can hear a chef sort of cooking in the back and yelling out orders,
5: and the goblin will you know yell things back to back to him. Captain Roberts, two questions here. First of all, do you recognize anyone here as being your crew? No. All right, second question. If your crew were to see you walking around the island, would they recognize you? I only ask because a couple days ago, you were a tiefling man. So I just want to make sure you look the way they last saw you.
0: Now I do, yes. Yeah,
5: okay. Should we just
1: wander around, like, making an announcements so that you're back?
0: Mm, I like to keep it on the down low.
5: I've noticed that about you.
1: All right, so I turn to the room <laughs> and I just say, hey, guys, I know we're here. But let's keep it on the down low. Oh, lovely! Uh, and
3: then I order beers for Slutty Dave and his team. The bartender's name is Stoney. He was uh, activated by the uh, the old owner. You get to talking with him because, as you do when you're you know making friends, and he was activated by the original owner of the Grog Barrel to serve as a bartender and to help keep shop. That guy died decades ago, but the golem never received other instructions, so he's just kept running the bar, and now he's just kind of a local fixture. Are you happy with this? Is this like a—I
1: saw a touring play called Aladdin, where there was a genie who was trapped, and he wanted to not be trapped anymore. Like, are you happy here? Do you want to get freed up? Like, what's what's your endgame? Honestly,
3: most of my people are made to fight, destroy, kill, maim, me— I was made to party. (laughs) And quite frankly, this is a good life for a golem. I enjoyed very much here, but thank you for your concern, equally tall but fleshier man. I like this guy. (laughs) So he uh, he pours you a drink and he pours some for your friends and he'll be like... You said you brought five guys with you? Yeah, five guys. Slutty, Dave, and four backups. So uh, let's say uh, 20 gold will do it for the... Did we get any gold off of the ship,
1: or are we running off of our original stores?
3: Uh, I'm going to say that you can each have 20 gold off of Bumbershoots. Nice. Great. A little per diem. Thing. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I've spent my Quinny, as you walk in, um, you see uh, the dwarf in the, in the corner, and he's looking at a lot of documents, which sparks your memory that you took documents from the captain's quarters yes, that you have not examined yet. Forgot about that. Thank you. Butthole, are you ordering any food? I'm out of gold, so... No- (laughs)
4: Oh, I'll get you some food.
1: I turn to the golem and I'm like, hey, man, we'd like 20 gold worth of food. Sure. I'm assuming five beers is 20 gold. Like, we're going to get screwed on the food, so (laughs) let's
3: take what we can get. He calls back uh, to the... the, Do you guys do quesadillas? (laughs) Here we call them casadillas, but yes, and they're very good. I press them with my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. I love that, and I love fajitas. Oh, well, here we call those fajitas. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Learning a lot today.
3: (laughs) Oh, it's okay. It's a pirate island. Everything's wacky here. Look at me. I'm made of stone. And he yells, Hey, Sully, lots of fajitas and a bunch of casadillas. 20 golds worth. Bella, from the back, you hear a, a very uh, familiar sound of your your old mentor call back like, oh, man, that's it's a lot of fajitas, but I'll get right on it, sir.
5: And then you hear like the hiss of a grill. And- so like, I assume you've course- told us who we're looking for? Yes. Yeah. And you remember his old catchphrase, that's a lot of fajitas. <laughs> so, of course, you're like, ah, yes, my mentor. <laughs> so I, I lean forward to the golem and I say, listen. Listen. <laughs>
1: My captain's a big deal. Obviously, we're ordering the meals. I love this place. Now, a lot of fancy restaurants have what they call a chef's table. Or you can get a table that's in the kitchen and you see the food getting prepped. My cousin was a chef's table. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So, I... Listen, it's her birthday. I'd like to send my captain to the chef's table. Would that be possible?
3: Yes, just uh, give me a couple of minutes. And he like kind of like stomps out the back, and you hear like a bunch of cutlery crash. <laughs> and he kind of comes out with a table, and he puts it down. And then he goes and gets a cloth, and he puts a cloth over it. And it kind of looks at you sheepishly, and looks to you, Bella, and is like, "Ta-da!"
1: And I look at you and I say, "Happy birthday, Captain! It's the chef's table where you get to meet the chef."
0: Yes, thank you, butthole.
1: (laughs) That's all you're getting. So (laughs) she she goes and sits, and I say, "All right, I got I got to watch the room." So Slutty Dave goes to with the captain.
3: My treat, buddy. He stands a respectful distance from the table unless you choose to invite him to sit.
0: Let Slutty Dave sit. He's earned it.
5: Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate that greatly. And I want to come over and and say, hey, can I have a seat here as well?
0: Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Does everyone just want to sit at the chef's table?
5: I mean, I just want to show you these and I take out the documents. Quinny, it's her birthday. These are birthday cards. Just look at the fucking things.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Quinny, slutty, Dave seat is free over here. Come sit with the boys. <laughs> you uh, you put the documents down, and um, Kevin Roberts, they look like orders to you, which kind of, it's, it seems like there's been some correspondence back and forth. You can tell that um, it would seem that uh, there was some talk of support and, and back and everything. But, Quinny, you notice that the symbol of the unseen hand is all over oh, these things. Come on. You know what? This isn't your problem. I'll take these back. Yes, thank you. <laughs> the worst birthday card in the world.
1: <laughs> Bunch of gibberish. <laughs> Meanwhile, over at the bar, I am so embarrassed that I didn't think of making a birthday card. But I have a napkin and I'm trying to scrawl a poem on it, but it's not very you, good. You,
3: you hear something like a grinding stone noise and you look up to see that um, Stony is winking at you and sliding you a nice piece of paper he sees what you're doing. He wants to help. Nice. So I take the paper and I say, thank you. And then he slowly ungrinds <laughs> his eye open and goes back to surfing.
1: And then I look to Alan and I'm like, Alan, we need to come up with the best haiku ever. What's the haiku rules?
4: Three lines.
1: Three lines. Yep.
4: Uh, five syllables in the first. Seven syllables in the second. Five syllables in the third.
1: Okay. I think we should go back and forth on this. I'll do the first and last. You do the middle. Okay. See which... Oh, yeah, girl.
4: (laughs) Today is your birthday. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You a captain now.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
5: Oh, Martha, look, the new season is coming. Get the snacks ready. Okay, okay.
3: In a dangerous new world.
5: Wow, well, we can see the helicopters coming in, it looks like the teams are arriving for this season of Soul Survivor. Live action role players will fight.
0: I'm Sequoia. Just go. I'm Myrna. The grand chicken. In. We agreed
2: to just call me Sky. Name's Dale. I'm
0: Cole. Hannah.
2: To Bill. Grand I, get any to I need build. the feathers for my arrows. Sequoia, maybe you need to grab something. To outsmart.
0: <gasps> oh my god. We'll look for us. Not
2: again. To survive.
5: No, don't. No, no. Facing Fate, Black Knight, available at facingfate.com and on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts beginning June 14th. I don't know if I want to live anymore.
6: I just want it to end. A Dumb Dragons production.